What up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny. What's up? What's up, champ? Back with another one. It's been a few days since we've been at the Blue Wire Studios, but uh, definitely going to be back. Yes, sir. And what we're here to discuss, obviously, Canelo Alvarez begins training for his May 6th return. Everyone expects it to be John Ryder in the United Kingdom. What's your thoughts? We weren't expecting Canelo to be back this year. We thought someone can take this date. I thought maybe Plant Benavidez, maybe Wilder, Ruiz would attempt to take this date. It looks like Mr. Cinco de Mayo is back. He's back. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, it's hard, I think, to take uh, something away from him that he's been uh, carrying for some time now. I think uh, the opportunity was there. Uh, Nobody jumped on top of it. And look, uh, Canelo's back. Nobody really knows where. London has been spoke about. Um... America has been spoke about. I'm hearing even Mexico has been spoke about. So uh, Mexico was actually John Ryder that came out and said he would love to do it in Azteca Stadium in front of what? I think did he actually say a hundred thousand? I think it. I think now they can hold maybe a little bit under a hundred. But, but did he mention a hundred? I don't I'm know. Not sure. I'm not I don't sure. remember. I, but. I do remember him bringing it up, but um, definitely. You know, numerous possibilities. I wouldn't necessarily mind them doing the UK, even if it is Cinco de Mayo weekend. Why not? And obviously the second portion of this show will be replacement opponent Michael Williams Jr., who is replacing Hank Lundy in the Adrian Broner return February 25th in Atlanta uh, Broner is now scheduled to face the welterweight Michael Williams Jr., who is 20 and 1 with 13 KOs. Uh, his lone loss comes by TKO in an eight-rounder versus Juan Bowser that will now be facing Richardson Hitchens on the February... February 4th matchroom card that is uh, headlined by Amanda Serrano in New York City. So funny how boxing is such a small world. Everything comes back full circle. You know, again, Bowser beating and defeating Michael Williams, and now Williams in the biggest fight of his career versus Adrian Broner. Uh, You and I talked about this a little bit. You don't really know Michael Williams, yeah, right? I'm, I'm not familiar with him, that's I, I have to I have to admit. But uh you know, he gets the opportunity of a lifetime now. How many people do you think count him out because of the Bowser loss? I'm sure I'm sure plenty, but uh one thing to definitely consider, he's been the active fighter. He's been the guy uh in the ring, the guy in the gym, and uh you know, I think that could possibly play into his favor now Roy Jones was not in his corner for that loss Roy Jones I'm told advised them not to take the Bowser fight mm. but Roy Jones I'm being told is going to be in the corner for the Adrian Broner fight with Michael Williams Jr. does that I don't know, change things for you or make it any better? Uh, the fact that Roy will be there? That he'll be in the corner and, and, and helping train once again young Michael Williams Jr. You know, uh, always good to have legendary knowledge in your corner and helping you and in, in assisting you in the preparation for camp. But at the end of the day, as we saw this past weekend with Chris Eubank Jr., you know, it is you that fights and not the trainer. So even sometimes under the tutelage of Roy, um, you know, you can't expect for the guy under the tutelage to be Roy to come out successful. Roy himself came up short um, throughout his career. And uh, it's just the name of the game, bro. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward, uh, you know, to learning more about him. You're more familiar than me, that's for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be a huge step up. Adrian Broner is a four-time champion, multiple division champion, uh, definitely has power in the left hand. He used to have a phrase. Let me see, can I remember it correctly? I think it was like right, no, left hook, good, no, left hook, right, good night or something. You don't remember that little phrase when he was hot and undefeated? Yeah, so, you know, he does have power. You got Marcos Maidana, who many feel was the, I guess, the undoing of Adrian Broner. He's still on record saying Adrian hit him the hardest. So you got Adrian dropping, you know, uh, Porter, hurting Maidana. Mm. Um, so Michael Williams... Junior is pretty novice. You know, he, he's never won a world title. He hasn't fought a world champion or former. So he's in for the toughest, biggest fight of his life against Adrian Broner. And, you know, I'm happy for him and his dad. We've had them on the show in the past. You know, they have, you know, bust on the scene kind of the Devin Haney route. Uh, Devin Haney dad route, like the combination where, you know, they took their career into their own hands. They they they, they got certain fights. And, uh, you know, I believe the story goes they did enough to get a deal with top rank, but I believe uh, they got cut after the loss to Juan Bowser. Mm. I mean, brutal sport, brutal sport. You know, you either, you either putting asses in seats or you're collecting wins, but losses, these promoters don't want to deal with that. And, uh, you know, just like all other sports, uh, it's a business too, man. So uh, they got to do what's best for them. But uh, now he gets another opportunity, and a great one, like I said. Broner's coming off uh, a very, very long layoff, and I think that uh, in one way or another, it'll definitely show in the ring. Um, I see the neutral corner, you know, a dude that, has uh, pretended to want to fight in Border Wars numerous times and never fight, saying that we're going to pretend like they're not looking for an easy win with A.B. Uh, I don't know if you got coal in your eyes or that's the fear of not actually getting in the ring yourself, but Broner tried to fight Ivan Redcatch. Uh, Decent fight for a return fight for Broner. How many Absolutely. years out the ring? Oh man, um, at least over a two, year. At least it'll be it'll be two by All the right. time he steps back in. And that was his first fight in four years. Then three and tried, a half years. Then he tried to fight Hank Lundy, who also isn't any slouch. Um, so there you go. You know, if 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 now he falls on Michael Williams Jr. an up and coming prospect. Uh, if that's what we end up with, I, I don't see how that's Broner's fault. You know, um, was Lundy a hard fight? Lundy and Broner have uh, history. You know, uh, Lundy's been brought in for sparring. Lundy has been in with numerous great fighters, and I don't recall him being knocked out very much other than with Crawford. Anyone else knock him out that I'm forgetting? Because I could look him up just uh, to find out. Yeah, I would have to pull it up. Let me see here. But, you know, Lundy's been in in, 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 in all good fights. You know, John Molina, Victor Postal, Terrence Crawford. Uh, I mean, just so many names. I, I, I don't get um, what's wrong with Broner getting a return fight. It's kind of the theme of this show. Canelo's not getting hate from us because he's coming off of surgery to a John Ryder. Broner's coming off of a layoff to Robbie, a Michael Williams Jr. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Davis Jr. Whoa, isn't he an MMA guy? No. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a, a Robbie Davis Jr. in John Strike Molina. Force. John, yeah, so Robbie Davis Jr., John Molina, Bud Crawford have all stopped Hank Lundy. There you go. I don't know who Robbie Davis Jr. is, He's but... He's a UK guy, brother. But, 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 
two names are punchers for sure. One on a 10-fight uh, knockout streak and the other only known for being a puncher in John Molina. So I, I don't get it, man. You know, we're very critical when it's not us. I get that. OTKP can't sell this as a pay-per-view, though. Now, that's a different uh, story. Unfortunately, this will be pay-per-view because that platform is pay-per-view base only. What they need to do is put a good undercard. There's rumors of a possible Berlanga and Steven Nelson. Does that help the card? So, should we do that? Is that the poll, Danny, or do you have a better undercard match, right? Because if we do Adrian Broner oh, yeah. versus Michael Williams Jr. I with... mean, we have Tevin Farmer and Mickey Bad, okay. uh, Comain, right? Um, as as wishful as that other fight is that you mentioned, uh, something that won't happen. Oh, you don't think it'll happen? Oh, because too soon. Way too soon. Too soon. It won't fit on this card. Too soon. So um. So then that's not a that's not a a poll then because, AB's the main event, and arguably the co-main is stronger than this main event, arguably, respectfully too. Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, I think two similar-matched gentlemen no as far way. as experience. No way Berlanga takes it in 24 days, 25 days. No, and I just, I think that... Because uh, they're right. In order for this to be a pay-per-view, you might need Berlanga and, and Steven Nelson. Even at the $40 price point? Yeah. Because we were paying $20 just for Tevin. And 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 uh, but that was thirty. Same difference. So for ten dollars more, we get Broner. With the with the, with not the opponent we expected. Yeah, but we with ten dollars more, you get Broner, man. I mean, I I, I we need a, we need another we need another fight. Can they give us another fight? How but, many fights did they would do? You like? How many how many names? Because they did have what? They had Nelson and they had Cyborg, bro. So they, they have to give us one more fight. Uh -huh. They had Crawford main event, Steven Nelson as uh, opener, and then they had Cyborg as co-main. So it, it, they need to strengthen it a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, but, I, I mean, uh, I think that's being wishful. I You know, I don't see it happening personally, but... Um, so I, I see nothing about Berlanga signing with Golden Boy. I did see Oscar saying he would love to have Berlanga and Jaime, which is a fight I, I said you know, the I, minute he was free. I personally don't see him making a choice or, you know, probably for another week or two at, at the early. Berlanga? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Oh, shit. They finally announced it. That's so crazy. What's that? To battle Argentina. Oh, wow. So they're not even in the same Fight? They're fighting separate people? Who's that? Or is that not Cody Crawley? That's not Cody, right? Oh, wow. This guy looks so much like Cody Crawley. So Jamal James is back, and he's taking on 2016 Argentinian Olympian Alberto Palmeta. And okay. Elvis Rodriguez is taking on Bless Hands Joseph Adorno. I like that fight. And then Sabril Matisse is taking on Jeremiah Sponte. So, so wow. My man been in camp for like six months, and he, he's not even on the card. You know what I'm talking about? Cody Crowley. He had the February 25th card. That's crazy. He ain't even on the card. He ain't even on the card. It's a lookalike. He said it's a lookalike. You crazy. Damn, bro. That's insane. So now what? No, I mean, I don't know. Connect the dots. <laughs> Does he get boots now? Like, is he going to keep waiting now? Like, he doesn't even get a tune. Like, what does he get? He's been out the ring for how long now? No, it's been a minute. Let me check last time Cody fought. Because, you know, we thought it was going to be him and possibly Thurman. But that didn't work out. It looks like Earl's keeping that fight. So I, I don't even know, man. Wow. 
At least Jamal James is back. It's been a minute. He didn't have a single fight all last year. Last fought on Halloween 2021. So wow. definitely been a minute for, for him. Uh, ring rust. For, for Jamal, you're saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and for Crowley, he fought April. So he's going on a year in three months. In three months, he would have a year out the ring. Yes. So maybe he's getting pushed to the April welterweight card with Earl. Well, actually, that got pushed to May now, right? I haven't heard nothing official. But, I mean, you don't think... Well, you're the belief that you don't think that you'll get Earl and uh, and Tank on the same month, right? No. There you go, then. What do you do, then? If you don't think they throw them on the same month, what do you do? You're going to have to push it out. Push it out. That's going to be your only option. That's unfortunate. I, I don't I don't understand like that's that's very unfortunate, okay? Like that's the biggest problem the PBC have, man. Look look at poor Crowley. Two fights in twenty nineteen, one fight in twenty, one fight in twenty one, one fight in twenty two. Twenty nine years old. Mm. One, two, three, four years wasted. Crazy. That fucking hurts. Ugas just did a interview on the PBC podcast. I haven't had time to listen to it, so I don't know. Maybe he tells you who he's coming back to, but Ugas Crowley... I take that. At this point, I'll take anything. That'd be great. They both la- they both last fought in April. I'll take anything for, really for Crowley good. at this point. Poor dude's been in the gym. He missed Christmas. Like he literally stood here to stay ready for the February date. So he didn't have a Christmas. He didn't go home, bro. Like he's Canadian. He doesn't live in America. It's crazy, man. This sport is uh very unforgiving and brutal. It's crazy. Uh, man, it's crazy. I'm looking at the comments, people. Pay-per-view mania in three, in, in three months. It's about to be, yeah, it's going to be bad. You know, it's going to be a lot of pay-per-views going on. Uh, February's lining up with a pay-per-view March, pay-per-view April, pay-per-view May, pay-per-view. Um, I'm anticipating there's going to be numerous we months We still haven't got a Wilder. We haven't got a Wilder Ruiz no, announcement. And, and that's what I'm saying. There's going to be uh, it's going to be pay-per-view mania for sure. Um, but, you know, what do we do? You, 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 you complain about not getting the fights. We need a buyout, man. And we get the fights, and it's like we, we have to pay for fights that we probably shouldn't have to pay for. We don't want to pay for, but it's like we're getting the fights, so... Does it help us if Saudi came and bought PBC the way they bought the WWE? Would that help us? I'm pretty sure that's not. Pretty sure WWE hasn't sold. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was that was reported, bro. I'm pretty sure that wasn't true. Was it fake news then? Oh, I mean, no. I see numerous pictures and headlines with McMahon shaking. You're tripping. Wow. You didn't see that, huh? Yeah, Google it. You found it already? Because it's right there in your face. I see it reflecting off your eyeballs. Nah, bro. You're lying. You're going to make me Google it? You're lying. He's lying, there's, y'all. There's talks about potential sales and possible sales. WWE. You know, but nothing that it sold. Yeah, I mean, this says that it doesn't appear to have been sold. Yeah, bro, I don't know. Probably false reports or potential sale reports is what you remember hearing. But, uh, you know, we'll have... Uh, where were you going with that? I'm just curious. Where were you going with the with the buyout thing? Well, I'm, uh, it's crazy because 
I'm seeing hella stuff on it. WWE doesn't have a deal to sell. Okay. WWE sold to Saudi Arabia. Rumors of WWE being sold to Saudi Arabia. Updates on potential WWE sale claims Saudi. So I was going, um, would that help us? But you are right. It doesn't look like the deal is done. But even Yahoo is putting, I mean, Yahoo Sports is, again, reportedly sold to Saudi. And this was January 12th. Public investment. Um, let me text. Let me text my WWE Connect. Hold on. Look, Arrow Hawani also. Hold it says, on. He said, contrary to reports stating otherwise, last night there is no deal in place at this precise moment for the WWE to be sold. To yeah. So, uh, Bleacher Report put on put out an article uh, where Triple H and the other WWE execs debunked the rumors of sales to Saudi Arabia. At a recent talent meeting. So I'm texting my WWE Connect. What they're telling you? I'm waiting to hear that. The point is, would it help? I mean, I know that they're interested. I don't know if a complete buyout is uh, what we're necessarily looking at. But uh, February 25th, one of... The, the pay-per-views that day, because the Adrian Broner's one of them, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury's the other one, and that'll be in Saudi. So obviously... Uh, Is Jake, Jake Paul confirmed, though? Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's like done, done sealed, and delivered. And, I didn't know it was. Because, um, oh, well, they're doing it in Saudi anyway to skip the whole him not being able to get in America. Correct. Tommy Fury, that is. Yeah. Yep. So we do have the phone lines open if anybody wants to call in Tyson, on our Ameri- on our numerous has, topics. Tyson has came out um, and said that his brother doesn't have the chin for Jake Paul that he can actually stay in Saudi. Hmm. Uh, I agree with pound for pound, Jack. The buyout would have to be. Uh, you know, Golden Boy and Top Rank and PBC. And that's cool. That's cool. However, they could get it done. However, they could get it done. How soon do you think we'll get an announcement for, like, confirming AB's new opponent? Or is that like... Well, Jake Donovan kind of confirmed it already. He's a pretty known writer in the business. And... Uh, him and Richardson Hitchens, a good friend of the show, Connor, we're going back and forth. Let me get a screen share. And this is a tweet from earlier where Jake Donovan was reporting 12 hours ago a new opponent has been secured. Mm. And, uh, you know, then Richardson Hitchens, who's fighting Juan Bowser, who beat Michael Williams Jr., who Broner is facing, Says, you serious? Shaking my head. And uh, Jake Donovan comes back and says, I wish I was joking. Oh, wow. But, again, small world because the person who's shaking his head is fighting the guy that beat the guy that's fighting Broner. So it's small world and all intertwined. Well, look, uh, let's see what comes of it. Um, I, I don't know the guy, to be quite frank with you. Mm-hmm. So they said that there was rumors of it, um, no confirmations, that the WWE um, is considering selling. Um, could be a lengthy process that takes numerous months. Mm. So the WWE has not sold us. So if you're an interested buyer. That would, again, I'm, I was just looking for solutions. If they bought that, would they be interested in this? You know, because there were a lot of fighters. I mean, and by def- a lot, I mean a couple dozen that signed up to the World Boxing Super Series, and that had, I want to say, like a mandatory minimum of a million and some change. No way. For real, bro. Regis got paid like a mil for that shit. Look it up. For each fight. Pretty much. And that's what made him sign. And look, he didn't have a big promoter at the time. You know, he was with like Lou DeBella, and he always been with that movie star. 
director guy as a manager. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's only going to take someone like that to give the bench that mandatory. It's like, look, and I said this before, we need to create a pay grade. You're mm -hmm. fighting a D-level opponent, you probably under 100,000. You know, well, like what if, what if way big, under. What if you were a big ticket seller fighting a D-level opponent? It, we can't. That's what we can't let politics do. That's what I'm saying. Like, when someone comes in with the money, they can't cater to that because yeah, we already got the money. That's, like, unrealistic. I mean, you doing you you, you either going to do one or two things. Because they in Saudi, they're not catering to the audience, remember. Because, you know, that now it's a signal they're sending. You feel me? Like, they not, why do they care? They bringing the fights to Saudi. They, they already only catering for themselves. So now what they need to do is package for television because we only care that we get to see it. You get what I'm saying? Not everybody went to go see Andy fight. And and, and, and the World Boxing Super so Series. So fucking lost. What you mean? I don't know what we're talking about at because this point. Because you said that it would be... Uh, difficult for them to do it. Why? What was your reasons? Just saying that's not the way things work. You're saying that uh, regardless of star power, if you're fighting a D-level opponent, you should get paid the same. That's not, that's not how And the works. reason I justified that is because your tickets don't matter to them because they bring the fights to Saudi. Their tickets are sold. Yeah, but most ticket sellers are also doing are the ones doing the views. Right, so it's uh, the same yes concept. And no. Same concept. Tio isn't a ticket seller. Loma isn't a ticket seller, but they're viewers. Devin doesn't do the tickets that he does in views. He does more views than tickets. So no. I mean, everybody does more views than tickets. That, that well, then that's my point. That again, they cater to them. They created their own arena for this fight for 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 the AJ fight. You know, they they chose Ryder. For the World Boxing so Super if, Series. If, if I'm a pay-per-view seller and and this guy isn't, we should get paid the same if we're fighting the same quality of opponent? Well, again, grade, right? If we keep boxing to some sort of pay grade, then we won't have this $30 million bubble. That's too big of a bubble. Think about it. Like, from, from the Canelo, AJ... Tyson Fury, Wilder, there's such a big drop-off to the next people. Who's the next big money guys? Tank or Earl? Like, it's a huge drop. Like, we're talking thousands of fighters from that heavyweight three and the one super middleweight. Thousands of fighters. It's a huge drop, bro. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we need to invent a pay grade. You absolutely need to be invent a pay grade so that you don't continue to get these crazy bubbles. Let them get those bubbles off back-end tickets, uh, uh, pay-per-view buys. I think buys. it's going to be hard when everything isn't under one, right? Like, Well, that's yeah. we're only talking buyout. We're talking buyout. We're talking this guy saying yeah. you got to buy all three. It's just so unrealistic. I, I mean, unrealistic because it hasn't happened. Remember... I don't know how long you were saying it was unrealistic for boxing to beat in Saudi, but I know that I and the people that call into this show, it was a running joke in boxing that the Middle East, and I'm using air quotes, was going to put on big shows. That was a fucking joke. We never believed it. Then it happened. But we never believed it. How many, yo, like... I think, I like think legit, it was a running joke. I think it was a running joke Floyd because... Floyd was going to fight over there. I think it was a running joke because of, like, the numerous failed attempts at it. All you right. know what I'm saying? But uh, there's never been an attempt at what you're speaking of. Um, and this... But that's not it's, true. It's there's a, been attempts at making fights over there. No, no, no. We I'm just never about, got one. I'm talking about a buyout of oh, everybody. No, no, and, no, no, and, no. You know what I'm saying? There's too many egos, too much money. Like, it's something that is so unrealistic uh, in my eyes. Uh, so they're asking, do you use BoxRec to decide the level of fighter? I mean, I don't know that you would use BoxRec because that's a point system. 
You well, know, I mean, points, grades, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, but the, the, their points is different, man. Yeah, bro. They go off know, the like, popularity. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about level of opposition. And, and the level you face is based off what you get paid. Yeah, but nobody else does that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron's pay doesn't change for this game because they playing a whack-ass team. Like, well, I mean, I didn't want to copy the UFC model because we hear so many complaints of that. But there has to be a cap on salaries. Like, first of all, we need to now pay the bench. Yes, we don't have an existing bench as a boxing, but we do in the sense that there are dozens of B-sides and C-sides and D-sides that don't fight as often as A and Bs. So they need to be given something yearly. You know, like... Cody Crowley shouldn't be fighting once a year. And if he falls yeah, into that once a year, thing, he needs to be given a stipend here's for the, the fight he didn't here, get. Here's the thing, though, that um, if, like, professional boxing was the UFC or was any other uh, major league, uh, you know, sports like NFL, NBA, bro, half these motherfuckers wouldn't be fighting. Like, it's too easy to get a professional license. And a lot of those guys wouldn't be fighting. Like a lot of, so it's like, where do you draw the line? Who 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 makes it? Who makes the cut? You get what I'm saying? How many fighters are you willing to to, to like take care of under this? Because, bro, you know, there's fighters every day DMing us saying that they pro in a, in a, in a country and that they just need an opportunity. So it's like, where do you draw the line? Like, bro, I don't know. Like the buyout is just something. I mean, that, it worked for Al. Why do you think he's in business? That's because he's got over 200 fighters. He's got A-sides, B-sides, C-sides. Look, right now Adrian is trying to get a fight so that he can't get my because so many people is, are taking up. Where do you draw up. the line? Right, 1,600 I'm not saying I got no, every saying, answer, like, but I mean. 1,600 fighters in the middleweight division. Like, bro, there's what sport has the number? You know what? I, I, I got it. Yeah, maybe maybe you make it the top 25 so that motherfuckers got to fight for that check. Not only are you fighting to get an A-side, B-side, D-side check, but you're also fighting to get that bench money. Because if you don't fight, you got that bench. Some of these dudes don't got a bench. You said it, 1,500 fighters just in middleweight. How many of them fought? How many of them making money? How many of them making American money? Yo, and how many would actually make the cut if there was some sort of standard? But that's the point. Boxing doesn't have a standard. Football does. You got to make the tryouts, bro. If you ain't running a 40, you ain't on a team, right? Or whatever the fucking right terminology is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get they slow ass out of it. That's what we need to do. We need to change it up. It's broken, bro. Like, the fact that everybody's answer is, that ain't going to work. Well, you're that just dreaming. Like, no, I'm not dreaming. You dudes are just fucking, like, you're pessimists, and you're sitting on your hands. And you're just letting the, the no, sport. No, no. What do you mean? No. We're, we're, we're literally in the almost. We're, we're, this year, we might have 12 pay-per-views. UFC does it every year. We should and, and you was just trying to follow their model. No, I so. didn't. I said we can't follow their model because it's broken. They complain but, about that all the time. Yeah, you said, but we do need a pay scale. We do need. AKA no, I said a cap. UFC model. I said we do need a salary cap. I use those yeah, words. Yeah, I definitely don't agree. In the what? words of Al Heyman, never cap yourself. Shit. That's why Al is holding up the fight. And that's why, uh, you know, you had the UFC heavyweight champ walk away because they were trying to put a cap on him and tell him how much he can be worth. And that's fine, but guess what? He's a name because of the UFC. I never heard of that dude till he fought in the UFC. Probably would have never heard. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, how the UFC looks at it. Dog. And I, I don't see, even and think let me you tell heard you, of him till that. I, I, seen, I think it was Dewey. I, I seen uh, I seen articles already that say he made a mistake walking away. So you tell me what's Ngannou going to do because there ain't nothing greater than the UFC. What are you going to sign up to PFL? Yeah, he'll make a bag I mean, and how fight many, on some how garbage. Many, how many offers has he received uh, thus far? He already received an offer from Dillian White, an offer from Tyson Fury. You get what I'm saying? He's he going to do all right. Verbal offers don't mean nothing to us in I the mean, boxing world. Bro, it's 2023, and you want fighters to stay signed to Don King. My bad. I, I never said that. I mean, my bad. But all I know is that until he gets a bigger opportunity, he ain't did nothing yet. It's just that. Oh, what? Uh, I mean, PFL ain't going to help Don him, and neither King, is. Don uh, 
Neither is uh, Strike Force. Okay. And what's that other thing they got? Bellator. What's that got to do with them? Motherfuckers doing the right and wrong thing. It's like. What do you mean, right and wrong? Bro, he felt that he shouldn't be capped. You get what I'm saying? Like, plenty of people have walked away for what he walked away for. And that's cool. Stitch Duran is one of them, and he looks to be doing just fine to me. You get what I'm saying? And 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 my boy's another one who believed in what he believed in. Cool. And I hope that Ngannou wakes up, becomes a boxer, and makes some good money. But you chose to sign to the UFC. That's their model. Okay, and he chose to stand up for what he believes is right. All right, but there's opinions from people who, who, who follow that sport to say he made a mistake. So let me ask you something, as, uh, because you say you only watch boxing, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you know that those opinions are valid if you don't watch the sport? How, who are you to say that those are valid, credible opinions? Headlines. Like I said, it came across my timeline. Headlines. I mean, I could post some bullshit right now. You follow me on social media, it'll come across your but timeline. But that's the thing. I don't follow MMA sites, so I'm not going to get tabloids or bloggers like i'm getting the mainstream shit because i'm a casual so the the big things the, the big channels are no, and that's why i was asking you you know who who is because i follow i would have to find it on instagram sport, I, I would have to find it and on instagram I but i came across those articles that's strange but this is twice in one day you also didn't come across none of the saudi articles until i told you and then you googled it then you seen it then I seen that they actually didn't sell, and I told you that the rumors were that there was rumors. All right, but you, when which I, I initially said, brought it up, before. you act like you didn't never hear that. Yeah, I mean, and it didn't sell. So the, out of, there's no articles that says it sold. You know what I'm saying? No, no credible articles that said it sold. I didn't hear that it sold. I heard that there was rumors, mm-hmm. and sure enough, that you know that's what it is. So. I, I guess I misunderstood you. It felt like when I brought it up. You were making it seem like you did not hear any rumors of Saudi selling to, I mean, uh, WWE selling to Saudi. So my apologies. I thought I heard that differently. But uh, I guess it is what it is, man. Um, I'm just looking for a fix because, I mean, how many fights do we want to go seven years in negotiations, I mean, you got Wilder right now still saying that Joshua doesn't want to fight him. Uh, you know, we still got no Crawford, Spence. We still got no Gary Russell, Tank. We never got Tevin, Tank. Uh, I mean, there's just so many fights. There Juan Ma Lopez, Gamboa, we never got. Brandon so I, Rios, I mean, I think, Gamboa, I th- I we think, never got. I think there's a difference between, like, great fights that we could have got versus, like, Great fights that we didn't you, get. So who gets to label them great if they haven't happened? No, I'm just saying, like, okay, I, I, all right, fuck the great. I think there's a difference between fights that we could have got and fights that we didn't get. The fights that we didn't get is the fights that the Earl Spence versus Terrence Crawford in the sense that that's a fight everybody wants, right? Um, Tank versus Gary Russell, that's a fight that didn't happen. That would have been a very good fight. You know what I'm saying? Potential to be a great, but it's not a fight that the world was demanding. So. I think more people were demanding Tank and Loma than than people were demanding, like, uh, Tank Gary Russell. And, 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 you know, this is just my opinion. um, I'm still not getting, I mean, why couldn't you just add it to the list of fights that didn't happen? Because, I mean, really. These guys are going to be fighting twice a year, you know what I'm saying, right at the top level. So one could list a lot of good fights that could happen, but there's only certain fights that the public is really demanding. Like, like for example, the today's topic, the John Ryder fight, that's a really good fight. It's not a fight that anybody's demanding. Mm-hmm. Not a fight that the public is like, we want that fight, and if it doesn't happen, it's going to be a fight that we miss out on. It's just like... It's a good fight. You know what I'm saying? I'm not complaining about it. I'm definitely going to be tuned in. But Gary versus Tank is a better fight than Canelo Ryder by far. Not only in I just, action, I just didn't feel build that, up, I just didn't ticket feel that, sales, um, everything. I just didn't feel that it was a fight that the world was demanding or that the public was clamoring for. I think, if anything, Tevin Farmer was being asked for more uh, from the public than Gary Russell for Javante Davis. I think there was more talk 
and and more demand for a Gary Ruff, I mean, a, a Tevin Farmer fight. Who's there more demand for, Fulton and Inoue or Gary and Tank? Today? Yeah. I mean, one fight's already made. I mean, yeah, I would... I think anything with Tank is going to demand more. Exactly. Right. So, so why are we so lying? Now, because like, now line up to different possibilities for Tank. It, it ain't no different yeah, than Canelo. It's thing. like John Wright ain't a bad I, fight. I can't believe but that I'm the only one. Fight. I can't believe the, I'm the only one that dies on this sword. Like, you dudes love Tank that much. Like, bro, Gary has been there for 10 years on his side of the street talking all types of crazy to him. Like, this is a fight I want. This is a fight that's been brewing for 10 years. Like, I don't know what anybody's talking about about anything else and, 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 and Loma and anybody. Loma never talked to Tank the way that Gary does. Like, I, I don't get... I mean, I mean it's Gary, fighting. Gary fights once a year, bro. It's like, fighting. I don't... And, he, and guess what? One of those times would have been Tank had they sent him an offer. And another one of them times would have been Leo had they sent him an and offer. And I'm not saying and it would have been a bad times fight. Been I'm just had they saying sent him it's offer. not a fight that like, the public was demanding. I just don't like demanding. that people pick and choose to defend certain... I'm not defending. Certain, not you. People pick and choose to discern, defend certain boogeymen. It's like, oh, no, Andre. Oh, Canelo never fought him. What about Gary? Who the fuck wanted to fight Gary? Where was Gary's fan base backing him? Like, you guys are tripping, man. Gary deserves that fight 10 years ago and any other fight that he wanted. Leo didn't want to fight him. Quig ain't want to fight him. Frampton ain't want to so, fight him. Fucking Abner ain't want to fight him. These dudes all chose to fight each other and make excuses about not fighting him. Like, let's stop the bullshit. This is exactly why I'm saying we need a UFC model. So these fuckers can't run and hide with all this goddamn bullshit. Nobody got time for their bullshit. Telling me why 10 years went by, why one man disrespected you, your whole family, your gym, your boxing style, everything you do. You going to tell me why, oh, well, we demanded Loma more than that. Man, the fuck? I demand some respect to be put on this game, bro. This shit is Yeah, retarded. I mean, but you're, you're in the minority because clearly the rest of the world was, while you were worried about respect, the rest of the world wanted to see you know what they were calling the Matrix and the next coming of Muhammad Ali versus Javante Davis, what people were calling the next coming of uh, Mike Tyson. And the only reason people started doing that, brother, is because Gary had the balls to actually fight Loma. When Gary was talking shit to fucking Tank and Tank was ignoring, Gary turned his attention to Vasil, went over there and fought Vasil. Don't forget to say that. Gary's the one with the fucking Bro, balls of steel. You... Like, you think I'm defending Tank. It sound like No, it. I'm just you telling you. You're giving us reasons why he shouldn't have fought Gary and instead Bro. he should have fought okay. Loma. All right. One guy just has a fan base. The other guy doesn't. His fan base was demanding for the fucking fight. It ain't my fault that Gary fights once a fucking year, once every 18 months, but and has no is, fucking fan base. But you're saying Gary fights. No. Gary wants to fight more than once a year. Tank. Abner, bro, whatever situation Carl has between Frampton, him and God, I don't care what Abner he got Morris, going on, bro. Fucking Leo answering, Santa Cruz. I'm answering to what you're talking. All those dudes said no to None Gary. of them guys was, was the discussion that we talking about. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know, although you might have wanted the Gary Russell, Javante Davis fight more, and it would have been a great fight, the rest of the world, the majority, right, was asking for Loma versus Tank during that time. But that's what I'm trying to tell you is not true. It's just okay. that you're younger than me, and maybe you didn't even know about Gary fighting Loma. But that's what I'm telling you. The heat got took off of Tank because of Loma. So, so that's so when Gary, people slow so, down so and wait, understand. Wait, wait, wait. So then, uh -huh, so then uh -huh, Loma uh -huh, got uh -huh. the, oh, you should fight him now, fight. But it was always Tank. Versus Gary. So what you're saying is yes. that um, that Gary Russell's been calling Javante's name since before he signed a Mayweather promotion. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's old beef, bro. Those gyms don't even get along. Uh -huh. Have you never talked to anybody about this at all? No, no, no. I'm just saying. So because people asking 10 years quite with the question marks. That's why I'm like. Absolutely. Okay. So, so I, I think that you guys are forgetting that the, before there was a, a Tank, uh -huh. there was a Gary Russell. I think that you guys are also forgetting that when Tank was fighting on 
Go look through his resume. When he was fighting cards that no one ever heard of, promoted by people no one ever heard of, Gary Russell was getting a million dollars on HBO for an eight-rounder. It's unheard of. You can't even mention another dude to get an eight-rounder on HBO. Stop acting like Gary wasn't that fucking dude. You dudes are protecting motherfuckers, that's all. I don't do that. Gary was that dude before anybody was that dude. Stop the lies. So, you think that... I got callers, but what's up? Uh, I no, think... Let, what? No, no, go no, for let, it. No, callers. Sure. All right, David Maldonado, what up? Yo, what's up, Ness? What's up, Ringwalk? Hello. What up? Yo, Ness, man. Yo, can you hear? Yo, what's up? Gary Russell's fighting tank? Yeah, we wish. I don't. Okay. No, because I seen a couple of people like posted on their channel, but I didn't click on it. I'm like, look, is Ryan still happening? I'm, I'm confused right now, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what channels you speak Nah, of. what happened is Tank probably listening to the show, and I've said it so many times, I heard he did an interview where someone asked him, and he finally told that interviewer, which I believe is Blue Blood, that yes, he would fight, yeah, that's what I feel he would fight both Russells. Finally. Okay, I got you. I got you. But I, I think he said after Ryan. Oh, well, I didn't click to it because a lot of times, you know, it don't be accurate. But yeah, I don't anyway, know if it's true either, I, man. I'm getting this from other people. Um, However, I will pay for that fight, but that fight is a little, it's not what it was because he's coming off of a loss and in, 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 um, shoulder surgery. But anyway, I'm calling about the topic. He said Broner now he has another opponent. I'm disappointed, bro, because I was really looking forward to Broner versus Hank Lundy. It would have been exciting at the press conference. I think Broner would have beaten him, but I think that it would have been an exciting fight being that Hank Lundy's been active and Broner hasn't been active, you know. But I don't know, man. They still want pay-per-view for this, right? You know it. I'd rather, I'd rather they bring in um, the dude that Broner was going to fight the last time when Broner pulled out. The, um, Omar Figueroa, I think his name was. I'd rather that. That's still an exciting fight. He with HBO. I mean, he with, uh, with, with, with Heyman, though. Oh, man, yeah, they're going to hold the grudge, man. Unbelievable. Yo, I just, just want to throw up? out there, Gary was 23-0 and 0 when he fought Loma, right? Mm -hmm. the fact, early, the fact, early. The fact that he was calling out a guy who had just turned pro, I don't, I'm just saying it ain't the greatest look, champ. I mean. It's like, I'm 0-0 and, and you're 23-0. and 0. I'm going to call you out. In-city beef, bro. No, in city beef, oh, man, that, man, that type of beef. In city yeah, beef. He, he had three fights back then. Loma in, had three fights. He was coming off of the Toledo loss, if I'm not correct. I mean, I mean, what's the difference with Loma calling out Tank? How many fights did Loma have when he was calling out Tank? Yeah, three fights. How many fights did Loma have when he was calling out Tank? Yeah. I mean, three fights. Loma had three fights at that time. Ain't no, no way. No, my bad. Not when he. Not when he he had three fights when he fought Gary. When 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 he was calling out Tank, he was at one thirty, yo. He wasn't calling out Tank around the time before Gary Russell. Cause that was at one twenty six, yo. That was at you one. Heard? That that was at one twenty six, and, and and you know what else? Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna just on, Google on, you it know for what you else? so y'all can see Gary. Bro, Russell. Tank was like six and zero when he when Verse, when that fight Javonta, happened. So so you mean to tell me that Davis. Loma? Loma, Danny, Loma, got, Danny, uh, Loma got out the ring nobody, nobody, and called out a guy that was 6-0 in, in, in two weight classes higher? No, it wasn't happening back then. Loma started calling him out around the time when Loma was – that's when Loma started making everybody quit at 1.30 when he beat Nicholas Walters and he beat the Puerto Rican guy. Um, forgot his Jason name, Sosa. He beat Jason he Sosa at 30. He no, beat, no, no, the other Puerto Rican guy, the one that he knocked him out with, with that right oh, with the bo oh, oh, damn, I forgot his name. Um, that um, he fought Toledo twice. Puerto Rican guy, he was a champion. Um, Gamboa knocked him out too. Fuck. Only the curse. Remember, I forgot his name. Hold on. Rocky Martinez. Rocky. That time, yep, Rocky Martinez. Rocky Martinez. He was one right, of two Rocky, 130. Look, Rocky was his first fight at 30. Look, Rocky, Nicholas Walters, Sosa. That's 2016. Look, when he beat uh, Sosa, when he beat Sosa, all this time Tank, Tank was champion. He That's when he beat. He was, he was calling out uh, Tank when Tank, after Tank beat Pedraza. Pedraza at 30, the IBF, exactly. Yeah. He was coming off. He was calling him out. He wasn't he, calling him 
Loma was coming off the Walters win going into the Jason Sosa fight when when, when Tank became champ. That was at another weight class. Yeah. Absolutely. Yo, real quick, did you guys see the interview that Punch had with um um Regis Frogways? I I did not know. Ness, it was a good that? interview, man. Unless you there? I'm here. Yeah, did, did you see the interview with Regis Fogways on Punch? No. Regis was talking some good stuff. Yeah, he was talking about, um, he was mentioning some stuff about the Charlos, and he was saying that Tiafimo is his main priority and stuff like that. Yeah, check it out, man. Yeah, but your boy Regis don't want to fight him. Not that Tiafimo doesn't want to fight him. It's just the fact that there's this. Um, he's not the man. There's a lot of issues, man. I don't even want to get into that, bro. Mm. A lot of issues, man. Mm. The politics of the sport. Mm. This side of the fence, that side of the fence. That nonsense. And plus, Bob Adam wants Teal to fight Josh Taylor, but that's going to be a long time from now because Josh Taylor is probably going to be out maybe until the summertime, you know. So I don't know when that's going to happen. Unless Jack Catterall, unless they strip Josh. They might have to strip Josh Taylor, bro. Just like they stripped Keith Thurman for being inactive, being hurt. They should strip Josh Taylor and let Tia Fimo and Josh Catterall fight for that belt. All right, champ. Let me get to some other callers. Oh, actually, we ain't got no more callers. I see somebody in Buffalo. No hand raised. Remember, if you want to call in, the number is right above our head. one 569 Press one one time to voice your opinion right here voice of the people hotline you know right now this topic is so new that you can't even find old stuff because uh they you know they've been it's been going back and forth like even the meat mill stuff is it keeps popping up yeah nah but i even checked box rec bro like that was definitely the case um what's the case that, I mean, Lomo was definitely not calling out Tank after he beat uh, uh, Gary Russell. You know what I mean? But uh, How many years has it been since Floyd said what he said on, on Showtime? Because that's how you, that's how you, you just got to go back. It's not, it's not that hard. Yeah, I don't even, I mean, he, he has said plenty of things on Showtime. Well, you know, I'm talking specifically when he tried to, uh, you know, tease Tank and say, yeah, we meet. I'm, I'm, I, I, I talk to Bob. We negotiate in the the Loma fight mm-hmm. that time. Yeah, I'd have to pull that up. But uh, any more callers? No, that is it. Once again, the number to call one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. If you want to voice your opinion, right here, voice of the people hotline. I am going to refresh this other page once, but looks like we're all done. Catch us on the next one tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Pacific or 9 a.m. Eastern. Ringbog Danny and SGTO, we are the Boxing Voice. Make sure to catch us tomorrow morning. Peace.